0: Howdy, folks! Welcome to Living with a Genius. I'm your host, Omar Crook. On this episode, I have bass Morris Robinson. He's currently preparing the role of Ozmine in our production of Mozart's The Abduction from the Seraglio. It's a terrific show. It takes place on the Orient Express. It's a beautiful production. The dialogue's in English, the music's delightful, and the soloists are amazing. So run down and get some tickets to see the show. I highly recommend it. I'd like to thank Morris for being on. I really enjoyed chatting with him. i worked with him in the past. Uh, If you'd like to hear the rest of the interview, head over to lwagpod.com. You can check it out there or on iTunes. Uh, Any other way you digest your podcast. It's really getting out there. I'm very happy about it. I'd like to thank LA Opera and Karen Bassler in particular for helping me promote it and uh, for co-producing this segment in particular. I hope you all enjoy the interview. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Morris. So how are you, man?
1: I'm good. How are you, man?
0: Uh, great. It's great to have you back.
1: Happy to be here. Yeah, Very I, happy to be here. I
0: really, really enjoyed working with you in, uh, was that Norma? Norma. Yeah, yeah. We did Norma
1: last year. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so tell me about, uh, about Ozmeen. How are you finding it? Is this your first shot at it?
1: <laughs> well, I, I've done Ozmeen a few times. In fact, the first time I ever did it was with, was with Maestro. Oh, okay. It's the first piece I ever did with him. and uh, <clears throat> I did it with him in Cincinnati at the yeah. May Festival, and yeah. then we did it in Chicago uh, at the Ravinia Festival with the Chicago Symphony and then I did it in Tanglewood with the Boston Symphony. Okay, so this is absolutely <laughs> not your first time. <clears throat> no, no, but uh, it's my first time doing it on stage. Oh, it so, is? Yeah, okay. Oh, it's nice. It's the first full stage production. So, uh, although I know the music and I'm used to being able to sing it really well, sure, it becomes a lot more challenging when you're running around and Tying somebody up and getting wrapped in carpet and having pillow fights and getting yeah. beat with trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and trying to remember all the things you have to do incorporated with the role, it makes it a lot a cha- lot more challenging. So. Sure. As you can tell, I'm soaked <laughs> in this shirt. And that's after one rehearsal. I have another three-hour rehearsal tonight. So I, Dude, I thought you were out in the rain. This is from rehearsal. No, this is from rehearsal. I, I sweat through two, two shirts a day in oh rehearsal. My oh, my God. Every day, I sweat, sweat through two shirts. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: um, you know, a, a lot of people know the uh, the story of you being a ball player, a football player, and getting into opera. Some of my listeners don't know it. I, I have a, a similar um, story in that I got into music very late in life. Okay. I was in my 20s when I started. Oh, wow. And... Sure. Um, so I want to kind of track. I want to trace that a little bit. How? First of all, did you grow up? You grew up in the South, yeah. In, yeah, I'm in, from
1: Atlanta, Georgia. From Atlanta, okay. Uh, grew up in the suburbs of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Didn't play little league football. Uh, joined the Atlanta Boy Choir at the age of seven. Uh, oh, you did. Yeah, and hated it.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Did, <laughs> you, you, did you grow up in a musical family? Were your Were well, your folks? I grew up, I grew up in
1: the Black Baptist Church. So, uh, okay. Um, my dad's a Baptist minister. My granddad's a Baptist minister. My mom founded the Gospel Choir at her church. And oh wow. So uh, everyone in my house sang, so for me it was like
0: it was no. normal for
1: everyone to sing, you sure. know. And that was the one thing I didn't want to do. Like everyone else was a singer, so I ended up being the drum you know, I played the drums at church.
0: Do you have but brothers and sisters? I have three sisters. And they're all in music?
1: They're all no, they're not professionally, but they can but all they- out sing sure, me today. Sure, like, sure. Could- <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't until in fact it wasn't until about my mother's funeral when-, when my little sisters who can really, really sing, uh, allowed me to sing with them in the trio. Like I just sang too funny. Was like, this before
0: you were getting into no, music? No, I was in, or, I, was you in already, I was already, already doing singing, it. yeah. I was, oh, my gosh.
1: <clears throat> that was 2004. I'd already made my Met, Met debut and and was finishing the Met Young Artist Program. And they, they finally gave me an, an opportunity to sing with them. Oh, so, my gosh. That is funny. Yeah, they're much better than I am. That's funny.
0: <laughs> All right. So you so you started you started in music from a young age, singing yeah. in choir. Yeah. But you, okay, so you've said you didn't want to follow on Yeah, I mean, the bottom line path. is that,
1: you know, when you're in high school and, you know, you're growing up in the South, the, the cool people aren't the guys that sing. The cool people are the guys that go out and play football. You know, and I I love football. I mean, I love it to this day. Yeah, and it's part of my existence. It's part of my life. You know, I think it has so many transferable skills that I employ every day. Of course, with my with my, pers- with my professional yeah, life. Sure, discipline. You know, assiduousness, camaraderie, camaraderie mm-hmm. teamwork, teamwork, personal responsibility, mm-hmm. being coachable. You mm-hmm. know, flexibility mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dedication, taking care of one's body because your body's your instrument. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, all those things come into play. But yeah, I went to college on the football scholarship. Uh-huh. And, uh huh.
0: Yeah. And, and were you studying music at all at that point? <laughs> tell no, me about I, the the turn. <laughs> what happened? What was the? <laughs> tell me about that day. How the, did that how that go
1: down? When it all changed? Yeah. Well, I went to a high school performing arts. So, like. It was a real high end school for yep. performing arts. So, my junior year, we did the Mozart Requiem mm-hmm. and we toured, uh, we started in Belgium, then we went to London, then we went to Paris and we sang at all these great cathedrals and stuff. And, sure. And I got the bass solos. Sure. Tool by Tool by middle middle oh. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> that was my junior year in high school. Yeah. So, I had the sound already. And yep. then my senior year, we did Haydn's Creation, uh-huh. which we did the Robert Shaw audition. So, sure. I had all the big solos. In the beginning, God made heaven and. So I did that my senior year, and we did the same tour. And I
0: mean, did you think anything of it? No. It was no just kind thing. of a, you just traveling, like, and it was a, a
1: freaky thing I could do. And Kind was of a passport it. for you to get around and travel and be yeah, with your friends. And, the guy that ran the program there, Billy Densmore, who has lots of people out singing professionally, even still. Yeah. Um, he used to tell me all the time that, you know, you should really do this. And I I sang for Cincinnati Conservatory, and mm-hmm. I sang for Eastman School of Music, because they were coming to my school every year, and mm-hmm. they liked me, but... I was like, nah, I will go You didn't take football. it seriously. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, I just didn't take it seriously, you know. Yeah, uh, And took a football scholarship to the Citadel. It didn't really turn. I mean, I went to Citadel. I played football. I was an All-American office of guard. It didn't really turn for me until the age of 30 when I auditioned for the New England Conservatory. It has sure. a weekend program called Continuing Education and well I mean were you in, hmm.
0: were you in Boston already yeah, yeah, I was? just
1: well I just moved from DC to Boston I was working for 3M in DC okay then I took a job with the division of Exxon in Monsanto they had a spin-off called advanced last Systems. system so I was selling thermoplastic elastomers in New England and mm. I was a sales manager for six states. what's your degree in my degrees in English believe it or not you
0: it's know I, I was in, I was an
1: English guy too yeah <laughs> Are you really? yeah 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 I just think it's a great degree to have you absolutely know, it's liberal arts. you know it doesn't sure Lock you into one discipline, but it sure. proves that you have the aptitude and you are literate, anything, and, and you can speak well, and, and you, you, can you speak, and right. You, you know? can string a sentence together, which yeah. I would. I wish some people uh, could well, do that a little bit it, better. It helps you sell yourself. Yeah, that's so. For sure. If you can do that, people will hire you and say, you know, he's smart enough to to learn what we're going to teach him. That's so, right. so I learned thermoplastic elastomers, and I was doing injection molding seminars and extrusion and all that kind of stuff, talking about coefficient of friction and things like that. That was like my normal life, and I went to this weekend program there and. Audition for them and I sing the national anthem yeah you know and she heard me sing the national anthem she says have you ever thought about singing opera and I was like no nah, uh, not uh, really <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm gonna put you in my opera studio so I did the opera studio and from that I got into a musical in Salem Massachusetts by Michael Balfe called uh, Satan okay and I had this great entrance I was the devil's chorus and uh, well, I mean what made you decide to to do it I mean you could have said no again what to say, mm-hmm. Nella? Yeah. Well, no, it was great. I mean, I mean it was just fun, something fun. Just Even, something... What what made me do it was singing the Lord's prayer at everyone's wedding and people saying, "You know, you should be doing this for a living."
0: Like your friends and friends of friends knew;
1: they all knew that you did it. Or their aunt, yeah. and their grandmother and uncle, and you know, you know, you sound like Paul Robeson. You know, all those things. You know, like what, sure. are, they, what are they getting at? Like what? Are, what are the possibilities Sorry. Yeah, yeah. What are the possibilities with this type of voice that I can make it in doing something like this? So. Yeah. I, you know, I just took a chance at the weekend program, give it a shot, see, they, you know, and they were amazed. And then I got into a a production. this was at NEC? Yeah, it was a weekend program at NEC. Jeez, okay. And then I got into this production in Salem, Mass, and yeah, the music director there, Jill Brunel, said, you know, there are going to be people here that can hear you that's going to change your life if you want to change it. And I was like, yeah, right, whatever. Because I was out playing golf before we, you know, before we started. The yeah, first I mean, show. Yeah, I you had a good job. And you were yeah, doing, yeah. And I was, yeah. I mean, like, the day of, the opening, I was playing golf with my buddy and sure. smoking some cigars. Oh, <laughs> I've done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> I went out, and I think my first line was, what daring mortal has defiled my name from the back of the house? Yeah. And you could hear people go, <gasps> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of those people was Steve Steiner from Boston Lear Copper. The other one was Sharon Daniels from Boston University Opera Institute. Sure. And she walked up to me afterwards and said, oh, my God, you know, this... You know, I don't hear these types of voices off the street, and yeah, but you know, there was a, also some concern that I didn't have any just any academic credentials at all. So she says, I mean, were, were you reading
0: music well? Did was that ever? Uh, no,
1: I mean, the last time I read music was high school. Okay, so all I, right, I I understood how to do it. Sure, you know, I hadn't done it at a high level. So she told me to go home and learn this and this and this, and she gave me some aria suggestions and gave me a teacher, Donald yeah. Wilkinson. And I worked with him, and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to give you this," I'm gonna... and I learned the arias, yeah. you know, just by rote, Of like, course, by I, syllable, did the, I did the same thing, you yes. know, and and I went and audition for a program in the spring. I did the same thing. Is that right? Yep. Like I had no clue. I'm yep. just singing syllables. You know, I showed and...
0: up. My teacher said, uh, "There's there's going to be a desk. Come on Thursday. <laughs> There'll be four people there. <laughs> right. Wear a suit and sing this." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And I did the same thing. I was well, like, I, I was like ten minutes late, well, and I oh, was no. the, I was the only person they were waiting for. Oh, I just God. I strolled right. in. Well, you know, you don't know. I'm just like whatever.
1: You know, and I, I just sang my thing and, you know, started. See, I wasn't two minutes late. I was early. <laughs> well, you played football. I, that's why. Well, not bad. I, I also had the Corporate America background, so I had a folder for everybody, like a hardcover folder with my picture in the front, my bio, and my resume, which well, is all business. That's why you're singing at and the Met, and I'm here <laughs> no, in the chorus. No, please, well, there's a lot of breaks that happen there, man. Sure. You know, I mean, the, the difference between... All of us is what a percentage sure, maybe, sure. An opportunity once and you get up to a certain level, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's just opportunity and 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 luck, yeah. And luck, yeah. You know, and so I don't take a lot of credit for that. Well, I'm very well, very blessed. Well, you know. I mean, well, you know, you're breaking my mic. I, I have to keep adjusting always. the, the well, levels. <laughs> I just got through eating a a mahi mahi wrap I made myself with <laughs> nice. with pepper on it, so my reflux is kicking <laughs> in. So yeah, the voice yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. as resonant as it always is. But well, no, I mean, I'm look, I'm blessed. I definitely realized I have a special instrument you know yeah
0: when did you decide okay this is you know enough with thermoplastic uh, uh, polymers and injection molding and I'm going to quit doing corporate work and start going in that direction how did that how did that happen or did it happen for you kind of
1: well it happened for me. I auditioned for her program yeah and you know the whole time I'm wondering if I'm good enough to get this is it worth the risk of taking two years of my life and trying to get this Degree in whatever over, really, and whatever yeah. and it, if it works out after two years, I'll stay with it. If it doesn't, I know I can go back and get a job. Like all my friends were in corporate America, and most of them were managers, so I figured I can go work somewhere else. They'll hire know. me. Yeah, sure. yeah, they'll hire me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd never. I never looked back. I mean, it was hard to make that decision. You know, I had, you know, I had, I had Denise, I had a house, I had Denise, uh, my wife, your wife. Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't know you were married. Do
1: you have kids? I have one
0: kid. Oh, you do? Yeah, Miles. He's eleven. Oh, yeah. that's awesome, man. Yeah. I've got a couple kids, too. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. I've not... got a one-year-old at home. Oh, goodness. Look at this white beard, man. Oh, so you're not sleeping at all, no. are you? Well,
1: we have, we have enough room, so I sleep, <laughs> <laughs> I sleep, I sleep well, somewhere that, else. that helps. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> no, Miles is 11, and uh, and so, you know, he gets to go on the road with me sometimes. Yeah. For the last couple of years, he's actually been on the road with me. He did a production with me in San Francisco. Like, they called up and said, hey, Morris, you know, we- uh." we don't have that many black kids. You think your kid will be, yes, he'll be in <laughs> <laughs> I called his mom and said, we're taking him out of school or he's going through me. So he, he did Showboat with me. He's a DVD, amazing. on the DVD. I know I'm jumping around here, no, but no, he no. did Trobatory with me. Uh, the first Trobatory I ever did was, 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 was with Maestro and that was in Cincinnati May Festival. Yeah. Then went back to Cincinnati Opera and did it and Miles was in the show with me. He was one of the gypsy kids. So, but no, I mean, it's, you know, I, I had a lot of responsibility at the time so it was a very yeah. tough decision. Yeah. But, ultimately i figured if i were good enough to get into this program and i was gambling on myself i would give myself a shot at it and see how it goes and, and you
0: had a safety net i mean with ha- having other skills i mean it makes perfect well, sense you know you could always go back like you said
1: you know i had a safety net i had a, a savings retirement plan that mm-hmm. had enough money in it that i could live off of for a couple of years mm-hmm. so i paid my mortgage for two years out of that account uh, bought a hot tub <laughs> um, you know the important things in life. Yeah, of course. Uh, bought my next-door neighbor, Saab, and started working at Best Buy. There you go. And loading trucks at, loading up televisions like 6 to 10 in the morning, and then go home, have lunch, and start school at 1 o'clock. I did that every day until I did that for like the first three weeks, and then it was like I got a roll. Just and, like that. Uh, well, they, they asked me to see the King and I eat at Boston Lyric Opera because I auditioned for the chorus. and yeah. They heard my voice and said, go home and learn this. And I went home yeah. and learned that and came back and sang it for Stephen Lord. And he's yeah, like, I was just
0: going to ask if he was there then.
1: Yeah. Well, Stephen Steiner heard me, and then he brought in Stephen Lord and I yeah. sang it for him. And I did the, oh, I'll talk and, I'll and he heard that, and he said, skip to the other part. So I went to, so down, and he stood up and says, where did you study? And I was like, dude, I just started studying two <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had to have a little meeting, like, is he, can he handle exactly. this? Exactly, you know, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, you prove yourself. You show up every night. You're on time. You hit the notes. That's and it. And every performance, you hit it. And he offered me three roles in the following year. That You know, that, that's and, some
0: great advice for all you lo- young singers out there. you got to show up and suit up.
1: Well, you Those know, preparation. You have you to be know, there on time, and yeah. you have to know what you're doing. It's like when I played football, you know. Yeah. If I weren't working out over the summertime and getting in shape and, and, and turning in my workout cards and running my times, I was letting down my team. That's you know. right. Now, if I don't show up prepared, you know, I'm letting down my cast. Somebody else suffers, I, yeah. You know, the the production suffers, and you know, ultimately, you can get sent home, and then the family suffers. I've so, seen it happen. You know, yeah, yeah, I have too. So, you know, it's just my I'm I'm insane about that.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. That was Morris Robinson, tremendous bass, who's singing with us at the Los Angeles Opera. If you want to hear the rest of the interview, why don't you head over to lwagpod.com dot com and check it out. He's a fascinating guy. As I said earlier, he is singing the role of Osmin in Mozart's Abduction from the Seraglio, which is coming up very shortly. I think we open in about a week. So why don't you call L.A. Opera or head down to the box office and get yourself some tickets? I mean, listen, this show has everything. It takes place on a train. It's got great costumes. Uh, I'm a soloist in it. So there, I mean, right there. You, that's reason enough to run down. Oh, and all of the uh, dialogue is in English. So you can give your eyes a break here and there. It's really nice. Once again, I'd like to thank Karen Bassler and Fran Rizzi at LA Opera for helping me co-produce these segments. I love doing it. I love putting these together for you. It's one of my favorite days every week. You know, it might be my favorite day. It's hard to say, you know, I've got a wife and, and great kids and lots of great things happen. So, you know, I guess some weeks it's my favorite day. Anyway, I want to thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Have a great afternoon and until next time.